You're listening to the Business of Pharmacy podcast with me, your host, Mike Kelzer. Well, hello, Scott. Hi, Mike. How are you today? I'm doing well. Great to great to have you on. I want to tell the audience that Scott was very patient with me as we're improving our technology along the way. So um, if you if you hear him out of breath, it's because I had him running all over the the store trying to get some equipment to help us out here. So thank you for that. Uh, no problem. That's what they always say. The obstacle sometimes is the way. So yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so Scott. Tell uh, a lot. A lot of people know you, and I know that as the radius goes, more people know you the, the closer radius to your stores. But tell the um, audience who you are, um, where you're, where where you came from, where you're going, and you know what's 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 going on hot in your in your life right now. Well, to start, I guess back from the beginning, I am a third generation pharmacist. I own my own drugstore here in southeastern Ohio, so I literally grew up in the pharmacy, watching my grandfather back in the 60s, you know, compound a lot of prescriptions, and then watching my dad go through all the changes of computerization and stuff, and then now I'm going through it all now, and um, now I have a, a, my oldest daughter um, is now a pharmacist, so we're trying to transition the store over to hers. we got four generations of pharmacists that have really worked through this pharmacy, which wow. it's been in the family since the 1930s. So, wow. Uh, to say that uh, I know pharmacy inside and out is probably, at least in my own little world, on that too. So, yeah. But about, um, well, my, about 10 years ago, my daughter came to me and my wife and said that she was going to be getting married the next summer. Not your wife, your daughter. I'm sorry, my daughter, yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Your wife was already married to a yeah, good-looking Yeah, well, at least guy. we hope so, yeah. So she was going to get married the next summer. So my wife and I sat down and talked. We kind of wanted to look good. I wanted to look good walking her down the aisle and things. And I was, at the time, about 50 or 60 pounds overweight. Wow. So we went out looking for a – it was called a diet to do something on that. Well, we found out with all the research that we've done on our diets and things is diets – as all the statistics prove uh, uh, forward is that 85% of the people that lose weight gain it back within two years, and some most of them uh, end up gaining more. That's not really what I wanted to do. It wasn't my goal. Yeah, and I, I can attest to those figures without, even, without yeah. even looking up research. So we had a friend of ours that was involved with this program that was called Optavia, and I liked what, what I was reading about it. And it wasn't really a diet, and that's not what they wanted to call it. It was kind of a lifestyle change, and Optavia really stands for opti- optimal life, and that's what I was really looking for. And some of the things that we did as we got more and more involved in it really worked with you know us creating health in our own lives. My wife lost uh, sixty pounds; I lost fifty pounds. We wow. looked great when we walked our do- when I walked my daughter down the aisle. So we wanted to pay it forward. So we brought the, the concept of Optavia into our pharmacy, and it really worked well. Because, you know, you have the people that come in, and they want to they lose weight. They want that magic pill and stuff. Well, that pill will never, ever exist in our lifetimes and probably anybody else's lifetime, too. But what we found out that there's more to just losing weight is, is, is it is and. That's what diets basically do is they try to they, they look at you and they get you down to a healthy weight and then they just dump you off and then you, most sure. of the time you gain it back. I wanted to do more than that. And I was always looking at my customer base 
when they walked in as either being healthy or sick. And there's really a, a gray area in between. And I was, and I call those people the, really the non-sick people. Those are the people that I really wanted to help. I felt that what I was doing is basically standing behind a prescription counter, waiting on people to get sick. They went to their doctor. They got diagnosed with whatever disease they had. They wrote a chemical down on a piece of paper, and they told them, take it to your pharmacist and fill the prescription, and let's hope that we can we can get them back to health. I wanted to swim upstream a little bit, so that's what I did with this Optavia program. We get a hold of these people. They're not really the most healthiest people in the world, but they're not either in a classification of sick. I call them a non-sick. Sure. So we're able to, and you know all the disease states that are caused by overweight and obesity. Yeah. And the statistics prove again, seven out of the ten people that walk through the front door of a pharmacy are either overweight or obese. So those are the people we really started focusing on. And we just got a lot of transitional uh, support with all that, and we were seeing them losing weight. They were seeing it in in their cells and feeling that much better, and and the system just kind of grew from there. Wow. The nice thing about the Optavia program is we – we were able to expand our geographic base because you do it mainly either on Zoom phone calls or cell phone calls or text messages. That's how we do our coaching part of it on that way. So Susie comes in, we help her lose X amount of pounds. Well, she has a sister-in-law that lives maybe in Bend, Oregon or something. She wants to get healthy too. We're able to help her even though she's clear across the United States. So we grew our program from there. So we're at the point right now where we're trying to, you know, I'd like to spread this out, spread the word, get it to other pharmacies, bring them on board and kind of building teams on that because we kind of depend upon each other uh, with the community support and things like that. The program has worked very well. Personally, my wife and I do the health coaching, and we just looked it up last night before I came on. We've helped over 2,500 people in one way or another uh, create health in in their lives and stuff like that. Wow. The, the Optavia program has really expanded. Uh, July 1st, they just announced that they are uh, expanding into Hong Kong and Singapore, so it's become a worldwide company now. There's about 27,000 um, health coaches now across the United States, and we're moving into, uh, into the Asia market on that. Uh, the co-founder, uh, Dr. Wayne Anderson, who was uh, one of the first 10 critical care uh, physicians he, that uh, in the in the United States uh, kind of had the same philosophy that I did. That he got tired of waiting in the ER for these people to come in sick. He wanted to help them before they got to the ER. So that's what his passion was on that. So that's kind of what we helped on board on that stuff. The program has worked very well for us. It works very good by tweaking it a little bit into pharmacies, and that's where we're at with this. Wow. Now, Scott, when we were um I think emailing earlier, you had said that um, you're actually transitioning out of your traditional pharmacy role even to this more full time. Does that does that does that is is that a physical thing? Like like you're away from the building more, or are you just spending more time on it? And your daughter's kind of moving in more into the pharmacy. Yeah, as as um, my daughter is kind of transitioning into the pharmacy, she's working more hours with me. It leaves me more time to work on this part of the business. And you do um, that mainly from the same same building. You're you're all together there still. Actually, we do it in our home right now. We can do it on the road if we're traveling and things like that, which makes it very nice on too. Our referral yeah, like base still becomes is is still really the pharmacy because. 
whether you like it or not, you know who your diabetics are in your community. You know who your people with high cholesterol, with blood pressure. And the pharmacy becomes that mecca center for health. So right. those are the people that come in. And, you know, different pharmacies do it different ways. Um, you know, me being in a busy pharmacy, I couldn't coach these people at the time. But we had my wife who was doing the, the book work into the store. Uh, we have a home infusion pharmacy in our business. We had an RN on staff who was doing some of the coaching, and we even had somebody else in our billing department uh, doing it too. So anybody can coach this. You don't need to be a medical professional to do that, which is nice. So I could oversee the program as they were doing the coaching, and that's how it kind of grew organically that way. Gotcha. So so you, you know the customers by, by their medical condition, but – they don't come in and you don't hold a sign up that says you're fat come talk to me how do you make that how do you make that jump to get people to say hey i learned about this without you uh without you putting you know without you embarrassing me i know you have great ways to do that i'm sure but how do you do that well it's just it's basically just kind of starting a conversation is basically how you do it you know right and they're coming in they're getting their blood pressure medication they're getting their high cholesterol medication and we're counseling already on side effects and this stuff and then a lot of times they'll come in and say boy scott i just wish i could get off this medication right right and so and that stimulates a conversation and so we can do that so you know what probably caused that to do that and most of the time it comes back to being well i just wish i felt better i said well i can help you with that Right, and, right. And, and we have a program there to do that, and it supplements everything that they're doing on that. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about and say, you know, yes, you're 60 pounds <laughs> overweight. You yeah. need what I have on that. So it's just basically right. starting a conversation, talking about everyday if, life. Because if you do that, I'm going to I'm gonna hide the video on my side so you can't take a look at me. <laughs> so <laughs> I know there's better ways. Let, let's come back to that. Tell us, about your, tell us about your pharmacy setup. I know that from a picture you actually have a um, – on the other side of your building, you actually have like a different sign for your medical equipment, I think. And I know you have a Radio Shack involved. Tell us, kind of give me a little idea of just your of your setup and the in the few different. Um, you mentioned some right now, but the few different inputs you have in your business. Yeah, when we um, Caldwell, Ohio, is just a very small town. It's it's basically set up as a courthouse sits in the middle, and then you have a town square. That's yeah. where our bill. That's where our store originally was. We were on the town square. In the 1980s, there was a car dealership. It was a 6,000 square foot building that became available. My dad went, bought that building, went out and remodeled it. And we moved it just to the outskirts of town. So we started out with 6,000 square feet. Yeah. Put the pharmacy in the back, and it just started growing, growing. We're up to 18,000 square foot building right now. Wow. Uh, back in the 1990s, we thought that uh, the DME equipment part <clears throat> was growing fast. We got into home infusion therapy, started doing some more compounding. So we opened up what was called Braden Med Services, and that's kind of what we do on that. We connected those two buildings together so you can get from one to the other. So we have an institutional pharmacy, and we still have the typical retail pharmacy on that, too. That's where that all came about on that. So, yeah, we had, as, as we kind of grew backwards then and we got into some gifts, uh, Radio Shack came along in the 1990s. With, they were in a big expansion phase, wanted to put it into our pharmacy. We did that. So we have a, a, a hub that a lot of different people come in for different things on that. So it just increased our, our customer base on that on on all different aspects. That's interesting, um, and I imagine when when I started out 
the interview talking about your smaller radius. I know that um, in our pharmacy, no matter how good we are, we, we with certain products, we pick up a wider radius. Was part of your, um, part of the Optivia, was part of that, uh, that, that knowledge that you could go farther than the radius? So besides your weight loss, besides the love of helping people and so on, was that, um, was that part of the idea too that you could pick up a, a bigger audience per se on that? Absolutely, because the people that we helped, say myself, losing fifty to sixty pounds like I did, people would come into the pharmacy and they go, "What? What did you do to do that? I want to do what you did." And then they all of a sudden they start and they become your walking billboard, right? Your customer base. So you got. Your next door neighbor to the person that you've helped might not have shopped your drugstore on that, but now they're starting to come in because they want to be part of the Optivia program. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're transferring their prescriptions in there too. You know, you've helped me with my uh, personal weight. You've helped me with improving my sleep and things like that. I want to spread the word on that too. And as I said earlier, you know, you have people outside of a geographical area. We have clients basically all over the United States that we picked up. We would never, ever fill their prescriptions on that stuff, too. Right, Optivia yeah. pays us very well to coach them, so they become clients of ours, too. So it, just, it was a very organic, growing thing, and it just kind of – it's spreading like wildfire right now, basically. That's great. So. If, 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 you, um, if you had the pharmacy, let's say, let's say Optivia was, was – um, could totally supply let's say your financial needs does it also supply your your roots of pharmacy in other words if that was good enough for you would you say goodbye to your building the customers and those or do you still enjoy coming in I, I know you say you do that from home do you still enjoy coming into the building of your pharmacy or or has the years of stress or whatever <laughs> you know kept you away well, at, you know, back in the uh, when my father retired and really before my daughter came on, I was working those 60, 70 hour weeks. Oh, and yeah. the stress, and you know, and the stress was on it. And then I was on call all evening too. So it <clears> yeah. became difficult. And it didn't really have the relief pharmacist in this area that I could have. So that, yeah, became, right. very, that became very stressful. So when my daughter came on, yes, I've been able to pull myself away from this. Um, there are thousands and thousands of Optavia health coaches out there. That's their only source of income. Oh, really? And that was the great thing about it was that, you know, they had they had their stressful lives where they were working the 60 to 70 hours in their profession, and they were able to come home with their and help raise their children, spend yeah. more time with their wives and things like that. Optavia pays you very well to be coaches on that. And if you you decide, and that's the nice thing about Optavia, you can do it as little or as much. When we first started out with this, my wife and I basically, we were just going to do a little bit of coaching to help our family and our friends. And it would end up paying for the fuelings on that stuff. And it just kept growing organically. And that is our goal now is to make it our full-time, as we sell the drugstore off to my daughter and son-in-law, it will become my full-time income on that stuff. And people live very well. Uh, just just as from their Optivia income. Once it becomes full time, um, will you 
do you have do you have desires to still be known or to come into the pharmacy or to work a shift to see people or are you like I've I've had enough I remember those 60 70 hour weeks and that's been it's been a good enough ride and and goodbye what is your emotional attachment to um because I'm in the I'm in the position too someday when I sell the pharmacy I I think I'll probably do it outright and I think I will divorce myself from it um uh, for various reasons one is I I think sometimes you know having too many cooks especially old old cooks with gray hair and a lot of old stories and basically paying my my uh, employees to laugh at my jokes and so on mm-hmm. I think that can that can kind of get in the way of stuff but do you see yourself once once you're able to replace your income do you see yourself gone uh, or or do you see your yourself still a presence in some sort at the pharmacy I still like to have that presence in the pharmacy. I mean, and yeah. now, you know, we have three pharmacists here, so we're working every third weekend, which is yeah. perfectly fine. And then I'm able to help on on vacations and stuff like that. And as I said earlier, I literally grew up in the pharmacy. Yeah. My grandfather sold the store to my dad in 1974. Unfortunately, we had to go to his funeral in 1978. Oh. My father uh, sold the store to me in 2001. He passed away in 2010. He always told me before he passed away, he said, Scott, don't ever retire. Because what happens when you retire is you get old and you die. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so exactly. I don't want to sound morbid or anything, but I always want to stay. I really, It's nice that I can come and go when I want now. Yeah, that's, that's the big part. Yeah. That, 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 that's a big part. But I never want to lose that touch that I have. And our, you know, our pharmacy still becomes our referral base. They just now say, well, right. here's, here's, here's Scott's business card. Just give him a call on his cell phone. We can do it on that part, too. But yeah. I like to, I liked, you know, I, I would miss the people. I really would. Yeah, right. Stuff, too. So yeah. I'll always have an attachment to this pharmacy, whether I own it 100%, 50%, or 0%. I always probably will always check, come in and check on everybody that's in the store. Yeah, and I I don't know, you know I I always tell my I always tell my wife it's like, I can imagine what things will be like if I ever retire and sell the store, but, you know, on on the busy weeks you feel like you're going to be life is going to be great by sitting in a lounge chair, but when if it actually happens, within a day maybe I'll have to go volunteer somewhere because I'll be going crazy, you know so. Or, or working somewhere, so I, I don't really know. I don't really know what my mind is going to do until you get rid of some of those stresses and you take a little bit of time, and then you you know kind of think it through. Exactly, and you know, me being put on the Optavia program, that's you know one of the six components that we work with. You know, we work with, we work with their healthy weight and management. Uh, we help with their eating and their hydration. You know, healthy motion and things like that. But we also help them improve their sleep and their healthy mind. That's what the program did for me. It probably took that stress out of my day-to-day stress out of my life on that stuff too. So now I don't get frustrated as easily as I used to with the day-to-day procedures. I, if I want to go in and just fill prescriptions, I can do that because yeah, I can right. make and I can make you know those good choices and that's what you know that's really what the Optavia program helped me do is making good positive choices because that's what life is life is full of choices right? yeah right and you can make right. good choices and bad choices and it's just a matter of getting ourselves in a conscious state to make the good choices as opposed to bad so pharmacy is not as bad as I thought it was <laughs> yeah years so, ago. So, so when you so sometimes in the pharmacy we take all of all of the especially as owners we're taking all the stress around and you take it home with you too you take it home with you and then back to the store and it's a proverb the old saying of you know 
kicking the dog. You've got one little problem in pharmacy. And instead of saying, okay, the only problem I really have here is, is this, you know, do they understand this point, the customer, where you're bringing like all your frustrations into anything that you can label as a problem. You're bringing all your unlabelable unlabelable problems into that and saying this is the cause of it and it's not no you're exactly right too and i think you know as probably as well as your pharmacy and dad always told me this years ago every 10 years pharmacy is going to completely change and i think that for the most part it's really true what we were doing 15 20 years ago is completely different what we do today in the pharmacy and stuff like that so it's a continual learning process too and it comes to the time that maybe you want to sit back and relax and let somebody else take on some of that burden too so yeah well, I'm I'm uh, I'm afraid though if I <clears throat> don't do it there, someone will find that I'm loafing and put me to work here at home. So I gotta I gotta I gotta be a better hider before I before I spend less time there. <laughs> My honeydew job list at home is just as big as it always was, but uh, I just enjoy life a lot more now. <laughs> um, tell me tell me um, with the Optavia program, it's got it's got components. Um, what are what is the is there a is there a medical product component? I'm imagining I haven't looked at. It. I'm imagining it's it's uh, vitamins or or some 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 medical component to those six values. Yeah, there's really four components to the whole program, and the first component is really your Optavia coach, and that's who we are, and that's okay, who, and that gives you the support. You know, if you're having a bad day or something, you can pick up the phone and call your coach. And you're in contact with them, you know, a two- to five-minute phone call every week. How's things going? Uh, the second part of it is, you know, the, the, the system, the habits of health system that we call that. And there's the book that goes with it, and then there's a life book that you can journal in all the time. And then you have the app on your cell phone, so that's something you can take with you all the time on that, too. The third component of it is the Optavia community because Optavia has nutritionists on staff. So if we have issues, somebody wants to increase the amount of exercise they're doing on that. So we can get nutritional support on there and do it on that. Uh, you have other coaches that have more knowledge in certain areas than others. We can connect with them on that stuff. And then the fourth component is the fuelings. And that's the you know that's really the secret weapon on that too. And there's different ways you can do the program. What we call the five and one, where you have five fuelings, and then you're still eating the one what we call a lean and green meal every day. So you can still eat with your family and do all that stuff. And as you transition into the optimal health that you want to be, you can switch you can switch the program up and on that too. The fuelings have you know all the. 24 minerals and vitamins that you need all in those packages on that stuff too. It has the probiotics in there too. It's really focused on the vitamin D because that seems to be the whether the the buzzword of the day is the increase to vitamin D and they do that on too. So it becomes very clean food that is being produced in there too. I'll give you a real quick example. We have a pharmacist that I wanted, he wanted to put the program into his pharmacy and a couple of weeks ago, he, and we suggested maybe he'd do the program himself. He had a BMI of 22. He's an avid bike rider and probably the next thing to optimal health that we needed. But he wanted to experience the program so he could coach us. We knew what it felt like. We, we worked with him on the day seven. He weighed in. With the BMI of 22, he still was able to lose four pounds. He says, Scott, I had no idea why I had four pounds to lose. But he says the biggest thing to wellness was is how much clearer I am, how much better I feel. He says, I'm, I'm running around here in the pharmacy. They're wanting to put uh, chains on me to keep down. I just feel so much better on that. 
So we're working with those four components like that. The fuelings is the secret weapon on that. That's what we really – and it's – you know, there's other ways to do it, but that seems to be the best force that we have working. When um, – yeah, four pounds, that, you don't think of that much, but, you know, I always look – I always think of things in terms of gallons of milk. And when you got four pounds, that's a half a gallon of milk. And if you got – 40 pounds on you that's five gallons of milk that you because they're you know eight pounds so that's five gallons of milk you're lugging around every time you you know you stand up or something so four pounds is a lot you know yeah well exactly when i lost when i lost my 60 pounds before the wedding on that we have a uh, i was carrying a bag of salt into the house to put in my water softener it was a 60 pound bag of salt yeah and I, said, I cannot believe i was actually carrying this around with me all day like that yeah I mean, it was everything i had to put it on my shoulder to get it down to the basement to do our water softener so yeah besides and that's besides right those, that brings brings the point home you're right yeah and and at least thankfully the the weight we might carry on us doesn't cut into our fingers like the salt bags do <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, I, I i do that at my cottage i carry one of those in and my fingers are you know white afterwards so i have to bring a wheelbarrow in or something yeah. like that. <laughs> right. Um, all right, Scott, so with the Optivia program, um, pharmacists always have seemed to have troubles when they want to go, when they want to divorce, um, when they want to divorce uh, money from a product. In other words, you know, pharmacists have always given us stuff away for free, and it would seem that one of the challenges is to divorce any money from the product. Are you able to do that with the Optavia program? In other words, do the people think they're, do they pay for the coaching or, or do they, or is it like typical pharmacists that have gotten there? I, I shouldn't, I don't want to badmouth this until I get the answer from you. Are you able to like, feel like you're charging for your value and your services or does it feel more related to the product yeah that's that's a very good question because that was the <clears throat> biggest concept that i had when i first did that i was taught in pharmacy school and i was taught from my grandfather and my father the only way you can make money is to put a product on your shelf to sell it yeah right and that's not this at all optivia you, optivia is is pays us to coach the clients don't even order product from us. They order it directly from the company. So there's I absolutely see. nothing to stock whatsoever. I see. And even, you know, with, with Dr. Anderson, the co-founder of the company, pays the same price for the fuelings that the clients do, that we do. There's no discounts or anything. There's no wholesale or anything like that. Gotcha. Optavia pays the coach to coach. So that becomes great. And, and that was the biggest concept, and it still is working with pharmacists, is that Okay, I want to put this on my shelf to sell it. Well, no, 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 no. That's not what we do. You know, so you're paying for a service, and we should be. We paid a lot of money to go through the five or six years of pharmacy school. Yeah, right. And we did. You know, I was, years ago, I was on the golf course with a um, an attorney golfing, and he told me the story about you know he charges every time he, somebody calls him or does that <coughs> stuff. And I says. He asked if we do that too, and I says no. If somebody calls up or walks into the pharmacy and wants a recommendation. We get paid basically on the product that we sell. And I said, yeah. you know, how do I switch myself from that to be, you know, that I, can, that I can actually pay for my services? And he was trying to explain to me how we do that as an attorney. And as a joke, the next couple of days I get a bill in the mail <laughs> as a consultation <laughs> fee. So, so it really drove the point home. 
That's how we should be paid is for our services, not for a product. So, 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 so yeah, those I. I'm having an attorney on the program tomorrow, so I gotta I gotta watch myself. But <laughs> we we had a I, I had a family thing years ago, and and there's I've got eleven brothers and sisters, and every time, every time like something changed, like a, a court date or a a thing changed, you'd get this like letter, you know, uh, in a like a not satin but what what they used to call that paper um you know kind of like a linen paper Mm -hmm. and it would you know typed up the court has changed this and that and i thought that could have been done with an email forward and i bet i bet this was 300 bucks to mail out this you know this this lovely linen paper that with with a court change date on it or something like that. So yeah, they they find ways to charge. They sure do. Absolutely, I'm going through the same thing too. My unfortunately, my mother passed away in April, and there's, we've just got all kinds of issues and things like that. And so you have to go through an attorney to get these things done. So and I tell my wife, you know, every time you email them, every time you call them on the phone, we're going to get a bill. We need to be yeah. we need to group these phone calls together. You're right. Yeah, and so. and, and and once you it's okay when once you know but you know you just just know, right. keep that in mind keep I know, that in mind and i don't be great attorneys need to make money too and, and of I course think, they do i think we need to make money too is for for our professional services and, <coughs> well, and optavia think, does allows that for us so yeah i i think that's the lesson the lesson is not for us to rag on attorneys i think the lesson no. is i mean I, i've heard before that people go into a um uh i remember one time someone told me about pharmacies they say people go into a oil change and they get more um oil change companies market themselves better than pharmacists do because you you come out of the oil change you haven't really seen everything because it's below your car but they come out you know mr kelzer we did this and check this and do this and they give you a checklist of like 30 things they've done and pharmacists do all that of course but we've just been used to saying here it is and you know, we haven't told people what here it is means. We've given them a product and we've shot ourselves in the foot by not, um, you know, by, by not being able to correlate that to, you know, to the service. Absolutely. Pharmacists are the worst marketers in the world. We need to learn to self-market ourselves too, you know. And I always thought too, he says, you know, you tip your um, you tip your waiter and your waitress at restaurants and you tip your hairdresser to do your hair. Why don't they, you know, we're giving out the life-saving medications to these people. You think that we would get, t- not that I want tipped or anything, but <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't seem right. And it, and it all comes back to the pharmacists. We don't market ourselves at all. Well. I know. I'd, I'd even, I'd even uh, maybe if I lose weight, I'd even settle for, you know, someone, co- I'd come out and maybe they could tuck some dollar bills into my shirt or something like that. If there I, you go. <laughs> that's residual business for me. Yeah, that's. Well, Scott, tell me, so you said the product The product for your – do you have any of the product, or does the product all come online? Everything comes through directly through the company. They don't order it, through the coach at all. Now we it can, all comes right through you. Yeah, and you do it online on the Internet, too, and we, yeah. we certainly help them to do that and choose it because there's over 70 different uh, – Fuelings that you can choose from. I imagine different packets and exactly. Things you can have. And yeah. so we, you know, we certainly help with that. But it comes directly to them from the company, right to their doorstep. On that too, all we do is once we get them set up, get them on program, and work them with the life book, and we check in with them once a week. Did you do the next section in the life book? And it's a, you know, it's a transformational process that we yeah. do that. And all we're doing is that we're there for the support. 
you know, so we're not checking, there telling them what to do or anything like that. We're there to support them in the decisions that they choose to make. So you're checking in with them once a week? Basically somehow. once a week, or if they need more, it is. But most of the time, once we get them on program, once they get the feelings in them, once they see how well they're feeling, once they get on the scales every week and see those numbers dropping, they become self-motivated. All we're doing is checking in on them and, and just and, you know helping them in with the little things that need to be done. So you're so then you're getting paid as the coach. Are they paying the Optavia? They're getting paid. They're making money, which we all want to make. Everybody deserves to make money. They're making it on the product. They're not charging the customers for coaching. They're they're making it on the product. Is that That's right? exactly right. Whether. You're paying the exact same thing for the food, whether you take on a coach or not. So it just—I gotcha. mean, it makes sense. You, you might as well take the free health coach along with it, right? Yeah, right. That right. Too, so yes. Now, now, how many? We're we're uh, we're here from the um, um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. We've seen all the the benefits of Amway and all the great things they've done here. They've kind of built their thing by um, g- getting getting people to help sell and. That's that's a good thing, but it can be a bad thing when when um, someone has said, "Hey, I've I've got this new um, this new company," and you come out and it's a fifth person that's told you about Amway and so on. With with your thing, how many of the people that come in uh, is is how many of them would would then become coaches versus just um, keeping with keeping with the program what 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 is the um is is there is is there a push for that or or how does how does someone go from saying i i became a i'm this but now i've gone into a coach for that yeah well i guess to preface that uh, you know most of our health coaches come from being clients that's what which you would which you would understand right and it's, it's kind of the general rule. It's an 80-20. 20% of the people, clients that you take on end up being coaches. But the reason they become coaches is because they want to stay focused. And gotcha. they want to pay it forward and do it that way. I mean, you know, Optavia is a professional health services company. So yeah. it's not like we're selling things when, in, at all. And we're certainly not selling things that people don't need. Yeah, what right. we're doing is coaching health, and everybody needs that too. So, so you typically, go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. So typically, typically, if they come on, it's it's not like the first time they've heard about it. It's after they've gone for 12 weeks or um, you know three months. I guess that's the same thing. Six months of of learning it, understanding it wanting to keep it going and then that's what moves them into that own their own coaching role yeah and that's what's making it so easy because they're having they're feeling so much better after the 12 weeks or six months and they're doing it and they say they see how much fun we're having doing this as part of the coaches and they say yeah. scott we want to do what you do we want to have fun too so yeah well you can certainly become a health coach as so it's not really we're out there trying to work with them from day one we bring it up we mention it say hey you're having so much fun with this. You're having so much success with this. Maybe you guys want to do it too. Yeah, and you right. Just kind of leave it at that. I mean, but they 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 make those decisions on themselves on that too. So yeah, you don't have to. It's it's not like um, it's not like 
people come in and don't want to see you again because you've just you're trying to cram down the the um, the business side of things. They they are happy that they saw the medical uh, benefits and and it's almost like if they want to take that step into the company, they're doing it themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So I can say they see us having so much fun, they want to join in on the fun too. So. Yeah, we've had, um, and I and I don't want to I, I don't want to put you into the same categories that, but being with Amway from our hometown, we've had um, I've had too many people that invite me over before before I even heard of the pro you know before I even heard of the product, they'd want me to be their business partner, and I'm like, I don't think anybody that that's what I'm that's what I I, I like. I like the setup of this, or at least it doesn't scare me, I should say, because, you know, it's it's something that people are buying into with their mind. Um, But I don't know. I always say if somebody would just sell me, try to sell me an Amway product, maybe I would use it. I mean, they're only like they're literally like four miles from my house and we've never had an Amway product in our house just because no one's ever tried to sell me an Amway product. They're always trying to get me to be a distributor. And it's like, I might even use a product if someone just did it. And, and it's hard because that's the very first thing they come at you with, but you know, your program, they've already, they're already seen the results. They've become part of it. And then later down the road, if they want to become part of things, that's that's how they're that's how they're doing it they're already a a good customer before they become a you know selling the selling the product yeah and i've and like i've never been involved with <clears throat> those type of companies or anything but it seems like when people told me that the money flow really goes like from top down to bottom and actually the author of the compensation plan for optavia actually came from those type of companies and when he, oh interesting and so when he wrote this program he wanted it to be the complete opposite with Optavia you get paid for what you do you know you you're not selling product it doesn't matter you're not dependent upon them of selling product you get paid to coach so you're getting actually paid from the bottom up is how that works with that program on that test so it's really the complete opposite of those uh, those type of companies out there yeah so. do you when someone does become a coach do you benefit at all from that yeah because you actually you're what you're doing is coaching the coaches I got you you're still you're still coaching but you're coaching the coaches yeah you're not just throwing those people out there again you're get you're being put into that part of that community so right you know and that's where that's where my wife and I are right now you know we, we, we coach clients right now and so what we like to do is we want to share this with other pharmacies and stuff and then so now we become coaches for the other pharmacies the coaches in those other pharmacies to show how we did it how they could do it different and we learn from it and, and, and this the the uh, information flows both ways because you can learn what might work in your pharmacy might might not work in mine and vice versa so it works that way so yeah you get paid to coach clients you also get paid to coach coaches too but you okay. get paid for the work you actually do and if you don't want to do anything with it it's not like you're being forced to do anything you can make it you're an independent contractor you it's your business you do what you want with it yeah well it's it's um it's um unfortunate that the pharmacists forever who's to blame whether it's we pharmacists who have not been strong enough or the the laws or whatever but when you look at these um the atrocities and the um 
it seems scandal that's going on with the PBMs and the DIR fees and all that kind of stuff. Um, it makes it makes clean clean businesses, and I'll even say Amway looks clean compared to yeah. all the crap that's going on with the. Uh, behind the scenes in pharmacy it's 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 really a, a shame yeah and that's one of the things you know that, that i enjoy about optavia because you get paid for the work you do we don't yeah. know if we're getting paid for the prescription we're dispensing out of the pharmacy anymore because you got all these middle people that i call them in there that are dictating from the insurance companies what they're going to pay what they have to pay and then on the other end telling you what they're going to re- actually reimburse you so you're kind of just left out there in the middle of no place not knowing where you are yeah, I've, I told my I told my one of my sons as I was thinking about the future of our place, and I'm saying, and and uh, I'm saying, you know, if I were to if I were to get out of pharmacy someday and, and start any kind of a business, it would be remarkable to actually um, to actually get paid get paid and know you're getting paid. Just exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and I I had this conversation actually with a brother-in-law, and he he had very trouble getting hold of the concept they says because you don't buy it when you buy your drug from a wholesaler they went well how much is it when you buy it i says well it depends <laughs> and he doesn't understand he thinks if you go buy a bottle of simvastatin it's x amount of dollars i says that's not the way you no. do that's not the way you work and they don't understand that concept and i'm in the middle of it and i say you know what i don't understand it either no it's 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 ridiculous i've told my you know I, I told my wholesaler that um, you know you pick up a bottle of whatever Motrin and you say it's it's a it's a dirty shame. My dad would say a dirty rotten shame. It's a dirty rotten shame that I'm buying X million of of you know inventory uh, from you guys and I cannot pick this up and find out how much this costs. That's smoke and mirrors. Exactly. That's smoke and mirrors to keep that away. And now that's, you're not even talking about your enemies, the <laughs> the deep, you know, the the PBMs. You're talking your friend, you're their best customer and and it's smoke and mirrors so you can't compare. It's it's a it's a it's not it's not right. No, it's just again, it's one of the frustrations of life that we have. So it, Yeah, it, I know. People tell me, "Well, Mike, if you went to uh you know, some other industry, you'd have the same thing. I was talking about the DIR stuff. That's interesting because, like, with our accountant now, it's like, I think it's hard for them to understand. You know, like, like okay, all right, here's this. All right, now, where did this, where did these thousands go? Where do we put this? And your answer to them is like, nowhere. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, where is the, where is the, um, where is the uh, yeah, the debit credit the balance it's like well we don't have one with these it's a it's a debit i guess you could put it into uh pilferage or something like that exactly and that's what my wife says too is here's the numbers we did last month they're not accurate said, no they're not accurate when will we get the accurate she says never never you never get them <laughs> so you, you never get them because they come back seven months later and they say we're we're we're, we're stealing money from you but we're not stealing it from we're not stealing. We're not telling you where we're taking it. You can't even see a hole on the shelf. Like when the kids come in and steal something from you, at least you can say that bubble gum or that you know yeah. that bottle's missing. And it's like I don't know. It, it's just gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gone. Um, Scott, tell me um, a couple broader questions. Um, anything still? What, what's your biggest stress in life right now? Um, if you have any, what's your biggest? Um, 
you know thing that that would keep you up or or the, the biggest pain in the the pain in the rear that you're dealing with uh, and I don't want to get personal if you have you know um, something but I mean just from a just from a I guess from a business standpoint well that's a good question because uh, when I as part of this Optavia program is and one of the icons that we use is <clears throat> is kind of the the concept of of uh, being stop, challenge, and choose, and we're going to do that. And so I, and you, you put that into the Optavia program and that stuff, but it works in real life too. So when situations come up now, and, and Mike, you've probably done this before too. You, you have a stressful day at work. You get in the vehicle and you drive home, and you pull in the driveway, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm saying, I do not remember the drive home at all. And yep. that's kind of what I, it was the fog that I was in, a state of unconsciousness. Is what it, and this stop, challenge, and choose concept that I, that I adopted or that I stole from Optavia, I use that in my real life. So you can just take a second and you, when you stop and take that deep breath and you mm-hmm. see what the challenges are in life. And like I said, life is full of choices. And so now you can make a better choice than maybe you did instead of just w- looking for that instant gratification and stuff. So I don't want to avoid the question, but it'd be hard-pressed to see yeah. what my stress level is because it has really reduced down. I'm now I'm – get, I'm getting good seven, eight hours of sleep now every night. That never happened. I was on a CPAP at one time before Optavia. That yeah. has been thrown in the trash <laughs> and all that stuff too. Wonderful. So, yeah, I have minor stresses. And right. it's not the stress that I worry about in my life. It's how I handle that stress. Yeah, and, because we're not going to um – you know, yeah, it's what what is the three words again? The stop, stop, challenge, and choose. And, and the challenge is looking at your different uh ch- challenges or challenging yourself. Yeah, well, you, looking, you, you, know, you, you stop, you just and what you do is just kind of take that deep breath, just take yeah, right. a second on that. See, so realize what situation you're in, what is the challenge that you do on that stuff. And there's always choices which you can do, whether yeah. you know. You could set a pound, a pan of brownies on the kitchen table and a, and a bag of, of uh, pretzels on it, and I'd leave the brownies alone and choose the pretzels. Yeah, so right. I, you know, I, so I surround myself with good choices on that stuff, so the pretzels now are no longer in my house or anything on that, so when the pound of brownies are sitting there, I'll make a better choice to do that. And, yeah. you know, come home from a stressful day from work and things, I wouldn't even think about it. Just grab the pan of brownies no, and eat I, it. No, I think you have to make those. Yeah. I think a lot of times you have to make those uh, choices when you're, when you're thinking clearly. Yeah. And, you know, you know, and life gets in the way. And life's messy sometimes on that stuff. And there's things you can't control in life on that stuff. But you can no. control how you respond to it. So that's what I've learned over the years through the Optavia program. So when I enter my, my pharmacy right now, you get a stressful situation, or even in my home life and stuff. I just and you learn to those time periods get shorter and shorter. That stop, challenge, and choose. Yeah. You, you just and all of a sudden now you become conscious of what's going on around you, and you're making these choices without even thinking about it right now. But you're making a good positive choices. So yeah, there. Um, th- that makes sense because with the um, um, a, a lot of times, a, a lot of times in the industry and I fall into it too where where you become you become a victim you th- you have victim mentality but really it's like no I'm not I know this part of this sucks but I something must be good enough still because I'm I'm here still and I've got I've got 
lots of different options. For some reason, even though I complain, this still has its benefits. But um, we have to know that um, you know there's a big world of the the choose part of that. There's always challenges, but there's a bigger world of choosing than just stuck where you are. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just I just got done reading a book from Jim Deathmire, who's a guy up in Chicago, and that's what he talks about. We live in that drama triangle, and yeah. we become the victim of things, or even we try to become the hero and right, try to fix right. and try to fix all the problems and that stuff. And that's exactly. just what he calls below the line thinking. He says yeah. you've got to get above the line, you know. Yeah. And last week, actually, I was in Orlando with the Optavia National Convention, and the first time that my wife went there, because we're used to going to our wholesaler. Uh, conventions and stuff like that. Yeah, right. And so what do we do as pharmacists in those conventions? We stand around in the hallways and we talk about how terrible our lives are yeah. and what yeah. the pharmacists... The Optavia convention is just the absolute complete opposite. They're talking about how great things are and how what they're doing with their lives and you know how Optavia got health into their life and it brought them home from work and now they can work out of the house and they can take that that day and, and do something with the kids that they went to and stuff. And it's just everything's so positive. Everything is what they call above-the-line thinking now and that stuff. Yeah. And, and so so yeah, I, that makes so I refuse to be the victim, and I refuse, refuse to be the hero for everybody and try to fix problems. So what I want to do is – and I don't want people to concentrate on what they don't want in life. I want to focus on what I do want in life. And I'm, so I'm creating life as that, that way. Yeah, I like that. I like that thought about um, not only not being – of course, you don't. Sometimes that third one, I forget. That's like the perpetrator or something. I guess different people would. Um, those might be different theories, but yeah, you let pe- you let people run your life. Is what you do. Yeah, the so. perpetrator, the victim. But but you're right that that the third answer. A lot of times, if, if you don't want to be a perpetrator, you don't want to think of yourself as a victim. When you're still caught into that triangle. You say, well, I must be a hero because that's I'm in the triangle, and it's like, no, don't even go. You don't you don't need to nope. be in that triangle. Yeah, and you know how stressful it is trying to fix people's problems. Yeah, and right. isn't that what, kind of what we do back behind the pharmacy counter? We you know people come in yeah. with a piece of paper. Of course, it's all electronically now, but anyway, right. they're right. getting a prescription here, and you say, I'm going to try to fix your high high blood pressure with this problem. Right. I would rather swim upstream and work at it from the other end. So let's prevent. Let's do things yeah. in our lives to prevent you getting the high blood pressure. And if you get it down the road, we'll, we'll deal with it. But I think we can we can be aggressive with this and focus on what we want out of life instead of wait until the problems arise and try to fix them. So. No, I think that's right. And I, I I remember I remember years ago um, working with a local I guess insurance company, and you know you, there's good ideas about getting in there before the. Um, uh, using the rescue inhalers before they go to the ER and things like that. And all those are good, but unfortunately, um, even with all the MTM stuff now, there's just there's just too much red tape to, um, I don't know, I, I, I sound, I, I know this sounds um, defeatist, but it just seems like there's, too quickly there's red tape to make things not viable. You know, it's like the MTMs come along and before you know it, it's like you're not you're not making money on those or you're not too much red tape or too much maybe it's like you know maybe that maybe you're just part of i don't know maybe you're just part of the triangle still you know exactly <laughs> and policies and procedures have their places i get that yeah but you yeah. also have to be able to expand it out a little bit too and use and common sense needs to prevail at the end of the day 
Yeah, and I guess uh, I guess that needs to prevail. And hey, Scott, tell me. Um, uh, uh, let me give you this. Let me give you this last question before I give up. Before I before I wrap things up. Best way for people to get a hold of you. Well, there's probably three, I really give three and different I'll, ways. I'll, I'll, I'll put this on the. Let's hear it here, and I'll also put it on yeah. the on the show notes. Well, I do have a Facebook page. You just go search for Scott Braden, last name still B R A D E N. You'll see me on there because you'll see my before and after picture. Wonderful. 60 pounds down, what I looked like before and after. I got rid of that uh, abdominal visceral. Uh, how long ago How long ago did that process start? My daughter got married in 2008, so I'm on year 11, actually. Good for you. That's, that, so. that's the proof in the pudding right there. Exactly. and that's what Diet I was, pudding. Yeah, and that's what I was looking for. I didn't want to diet because diets just get you where you want to and then drop you off. I wanted a right. lifelong transformation on that stuff on too. So. That's, so, so you, and so it took a bit to get down, but you've been down now for 10 years. 10 years, yeah. And Good for you. I'm not perfect. You know, there's been stresses in my life that, you know, it's caught maybe you, you, you pop up 5, 10 pounds or something like that. You just get right, right back on track and do it on yeah, that Yeah, right, so. right. But, yeah, so you right, see so, my so Facebook, Facebook page here. Um, my email address is uh, Scott, S-C-O-T-T, at Team Braden. That's T-E-A-M-B-R-A-D-E-N.com. Okay. You can email me that way, and I'll even give you my cell phone. You can give me a call if you have any questions on it. That My cell phone number is 740-509-0248. Okay, thank you. And I'll put those in the notes. Let me end with this question. Uh, if right now you had... A hundred million dollars. What would your day? What What would your life? What would your day look like? Not in terms of um, product, or, or not in terms of you know how many cars you have and so on. How, how How would you march through your day in terms of where would you be spending some time? Who would you be talking to? That kind of thing. Wow, well, good question. I, you know what, I would still be an off the via coach because that's something that's very passionate to me, and I love you just it. like that. Yeah, you like yeah. the change. And we have actually we've had some off the via coaches be very successful in the program uh one of them is building a actual building a hospital over in south africa over Mm. there they wanted to do that in the united states and we go back to that red tape yeah right and they wanted to build a a hospital so people get get free health care here in the united states and the government didn't have any idea how to do that could not understand how to do it so they went overseas and do that but yeah i you know I would, I would certainly give back. I want to give back to yeah. the communities and things like that. There's a lot of things locally that I see every day as I drive from work to the store that I would like to see improved on that stuff. You so you probably be. We live in a, We live in a really uh, a world that's that has a lot of sickness and stuff in it here and that stuff. And I would like. I guess probably the biggest thing is I'd like to get a hold of these kids before they become adults. And let yeah. them know, you know, some of these kids, when you talk to them, they're eating two, sometimes as many as three meals a day at their favorite fast food restaurant, not to mention any names, but they're their right. favorite fast food restaurant. Right. They're getting diabetes. I had a t- We've had type 2 diabetics or adult set diabetics, however you want to do it. We had one come in a couple years ago, age six years old, had type 2 diabetes. Yeah, yeah. Those are things that are preventable to do that on stuff. So I would, I would love to be able to give back more to the community than I even do right now. That's what would I would you do. Be, so. Would you be doing that? Would you be doing that from administration? I mean, personally, I, I, 
maybe because I'm lazy, I like to sit and on the computer, make a lot of choices on the computer and emails, this and that. Would you be doing it more from an administration side or would you, or would you, with that hundred million, would you hire someone else and would you be talking to, you know, talking to the kids or talking to these people? I think uh, I'm a hands-on person. More hands-on. Yeah. So probably a little, I'd probably blend it a little bit and be a little both. Yeah. But I would like to, I'd like to see results. So I'd like to get out there. You know, whether it's the Habitat Humanity Building, whatever your favorite organization is, I would want to be hands-on and, hands and, and see the results so I could go in there because that's when you feel good at the end of the day. When, yeah, that's when, right. When somebody benefits from something that you've done. Now, I don't yeah. want to do it because I want the recognition. I'd want to stay behind and say, I don't know where this money came from. You know, I'm just here yeah, to right. help. Right. That's the way I would want to do it, you know. Being as well, drop- big as invert as I am, I don't want that prestige or anything like that. Yeah. I just want to see the results. Well, drop ten million to me. First ten can, million. That's what, how about we just split can, it? We'll, then we'll we'll, we'll we'll form a corporation and do it together. No re- How's that? Listen, there's no reason to split. I get ten. You still have ninety. I no made problem. up the. I gave you the hundred. That's right. No problem. <laughs> hey Scott, nice talking to you. Mike, uh, you uh, too. Yeah, we'll um uh, we'll put all this in the show notes. Best wishes to you, and I'm sure we'll be talking again. All right, that'd be that'd be great. Thank you very all much. All right, thanks, Scott. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. This was the Business of Pharmacy podcast with me, your host, Mike Kelzer. Please subscribe for future episodes.